Welcome to a podcast dealing with firefighter cancer. You know, as I change my desk calendar and reflect on a new year, I've come to appreciate every day that I'm being able to spend sharing the message about firefighter cancer. It's been just five years since I was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's B-cell lymphoma. To tell you that my life as a person and as a firefighter's change is truly an understatement. Not to mention how much my family has suffered along the way, you know, through the rigorous treatments and frequent visits to Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in New York City. I know each day that I get up is a gift from God. But many of you know me and realize that once driven by defeat, the will to win is ever so present in each and every day. My drive to survive and help others understand the impact that cancer has not only on their life, but on the life of their loved ones. You know, the ones that they carry inside their helmets every day they respond when people are having their worst day. That's my goal. And until we, the leaders of the fire service, realize we, that cancer truly is no joke. Can someone tell me why? Some of us still aren't taking the cancer epidemic seriously in the fire service. You only need to look through social media and you can find countless examples of exactly what I'm talking about. Thanks to associations like FASNI, the NBFC, the NFFF, the New York State Association of Fire Chiefs, VCOS, IAFC, and so many others, you know, we've been able to share the story of cancer in the fire service and the need to change the safety culture in fire stations across the United States. You know, since my diagnosis, my wife and I have traveled across New York State and through parts of the Northeast, and we've educated volunteer and career firefighters and their families to the dangers of fires. Through educational seminars, we met some of our bravest firefighters, those who fight the battle with cancer, not knowing whether tomorrow will ever come. I vividly remember quite well the program that we held in the Accord Fire Department in Ulster County. You know, we dedicated that program to their district chief who passed away from lung cancer. He was was a 44-year member of that department. He passed away at the age of 60 with still a lot of life left in him. You know, and then following that program, a firefighter approached us and shared his fight with brain cancer, including the impact that cancer has had on both him and his family. Two very close friends of mine, the volunteer fire chief, EMS chief, Anthony Pagliera with the Schuyler Fire Department, with his lovely wife, Nicole, and his kids at his side, passed away a year ago from cancer. In his 30s, he left this world too soon with too much still to do. Another good friend of mine, recently diagnosed with a second cancer, also in his 30s, a local fire chief continues to fight the battle that none of us should ever fight due to the cancer that we face day in and day out. So many times we would get back in our cars after doing these seminars and our tears would be welling in our eyes to realize that this educational mission truly is making an impact to so many. We find out so many that the issue of cancer in the fire service is truly an epidemic and the leadership in departments today along with our elected officials, need to realize the impact that cancer has in retaining 
qualified firefighters of today. It's unacceptable that firefighters are afflicted with cancer doing a job that they love, serving their residents. Our national firematic organizations, career and volunteer, realize what an impact cancer can have on their ranks. Thanks to Chief Kevin Quinn, Chairman of the National Volunteer Fire Council, I was honored to be part of the National Fallen Firefighters Cancer Alliance Committee in 2015. At that time, we dealt with the issue and developed ways that we can deal with cancer on the, both the career and the volunteer side. What baffles me after all of these programs that we've attended, the articles written in fire service magazines and information available online through social media is why are we still seeing dirty helmets and gear in lockers, not deconning after structure fires, and finding dirty gear still in personal vehicles. Dirty, salty-looking faces in fire stations following a working structure fire and photos of children trying on soot-covered PPE. These events, these things that are posted through social media should not be happening. The Firefighter Cancer Support Network has published an in-depth white paper sharing research along the steps that fire service can take to reduce the possibilities contracting fire service cancer. The leadership doesn't stop at the fire station doors. Our elected officials must realize as well that cancer prevention budgetary items such as gear washers, dryers, extra sets of gears, protective gear hoods, and diesel exhaust capture systems are crucial in our fight against cancer. Putting money into equipment now will ultimately save the money in the future. We realize that fires are burning hotter than they were 10 years ago. The estimated time for residents to exit their homes in a fire has been reduced to three to four minutes. With over 82,000 chemicals in the building industry today, as well as the toxic fumes and carcinogens that burn from fire retardant drapes and furnitures of today, firefighters have two times greater the chance of getting cancer than the general public. It's time that we take a positive approach to this cancer epidemic. Take a lesson from Boston and enforce cancer prevention education programs in new recruit trainings, as well as day-to-day -day training exercises. Remember, cancer may not affect you today, but 12 to 15 years down the road, when you're in the prime of your life, when the doctor shares with you the three dreaded words no one wants to hear, you have cancer, you may not have the options that you have today. Chiefs, now that you're starting a new year, sit down with your leadership team, review your policies and practices, and change the culture in your department to actively prevent firefighters from cancer. The NVFC, the IAFC, and VCOS have teamed together and published the Lavender Ribbon Report a report that's dedicated to my colleague and friend, past chief Jim Seavey Sr., a hero in my eyes who brought the message of cancer to the forefront. Take this working document to your officer meetings. Embed the 11 best practices into your policies and procedures. It will enhance the health and wellness of your men and women who you walk into battle day in and day out. I encourage each of you to walk the talk, lead by example, 
and make cancer prevention education a priority in 2019. Thank you for listening.